Life's soundtrack can feel a bit like... But you can still change the station. With Delta Airlines, you can turn your soundtrack into a global chorus. Delta. Keep climbing. Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule, so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. In today's economy, more people than ever are looking to buy and sell businesses. But how do you do it? Welcome to The Deal Board, presented by Transworld Business Advisors. Straight talk about real deals and real people. Listen to stories, interviews, and expert advice to help your business sale, merger, or acquisition process. Now, here are your business exit experts, Andy and Jessica. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And we have another special edition of The Deal Board. And we have a returning guest, JT Tatum from Transworld Business Advisors of South Carolina. And North Carolina. And North Carolina. (laughs) And we are, it's a new year. It's 2021. And we're talking about goals. And Jessica and I loved this so much last year that we thought we would revisit it. Right, Jess? Yeah, I mean, so JT's not just a, you know, a, a franchisee and he's got a lot of history with Transworld, but he's our resident goal expert. And last year, if you didn't um, hear the show, we will link to it in the show notes. He gave a great overview of goal setting and how to start your new year in the right, off the, on the right foot. This year, we're going to specify it a little bit more um, as things have been changing the environment and there's more and more financing incentives for buying a business. We've seen a spike in the highest number of business buyers and interest in buying a business than we've ever seen. So we have a special treat today. Not only is JT an expert in goal setting, he's an expert in business sales, and he's going to merge those two things together and lead us in a discussion of what if your goal for 2021 is to buy a business. So with that, JT, I'll welcome you officially to the show. Thank you so much for joining us again. Andy and Jesse, always great to be a part of what you guys are doing there at the deal board. And thanks for having me. So yeah, 2021, as you said, Jess, is just an unbelievable, uh, we're off to a great start because there are so many folks incentivized to be able to maybe fly the corporate nest. Uh, you know, maybe they've been laid off or furloughed or whatever the you know term of the month is now. And they're saying, you know what, I'm not going to let somebody else drive the car. I want to get in the driver's seat. I want to control my own path, my own destiny. So you're 100% right. More buyers than we've probably ever seen in the history of buying and selling companies. Yeah. And the time is right because they are incentivizing people through the SBA program that just came out from February of this year, 2021. Through the end of September, September, six months of free loan. I mean, they will pay your loan, principal and interest, for six months. It's really an incredible That's incredible. And 90% of backing, right? So as a buyer now, Mm -hmm. I got to come up with 10% down. So I could buy a $200,000 business for 10 grand? With no closing costs. With so no closing costs. Oh. So, so there's usually about thirty to $40,000 per million in closing costs that you have mm. to pay. Of course, that's in the loan, but still, it'll be uh, that much less of a loan. I mean, it really is an incredible time to for not only individual buyers, but corporations to go out there and buy things. 
Yeah, that's it. So, and, 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 and to that point, Andy, if it is the corporate refugee or it is someone that's going, you know, this is a time for me to make an acquisition and add to my already thriving empire and I'm going to go buy a competitor or whatever the case may be. Yeah, it could be an individual, could be a, a, a private equity group, could be a family. Uh, there's all kinds of buyers and we're seeing them coming out in droves ready to say, what's my next move? What's the acquisition I should make? So that's kind of what we that's want a, to talk about today. Yeah, go ahead, Jess. Right. And it's, it's a great point because we do, we see buyers come out in droves, right? I, I mean, we, we see literally hundreds of buyer inquiries into our office every single week, but we know that not all of those people end up buying a business. So maybe JT, start with like, What's going to, if your goal is to buy a business, and we know that actually a low percentage of people actually accomplish that goal, how are you going to make a difference? How are you going to be that person that's successful in achieving your goal? Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a great question. And I think, you know, before you even get into the steps of what's kind of the process or the path I follow, uh, one of the first things is, you know, the mindset of the person as, a, as an individual um, as, a, as a person who's thinking, hey, I want to get into business for myself, are you ready to see your dream come true by going through this gauntlet of all the different, uh, let's call them factors that are going to influence you and oftentimes they're going to be working against you? You know, just because you have a goal doesn't mean the people or the so, uh, society around you share that same vision. And so you're going to be surrounded or you're going to encounter all of these different um, obstacles that you see here. Number one, it's you at the beginning of the journey. I've got my dreams, which we're going to talk about. How do we write those down and, and follow the steps to get there? But what could get in the way? What could stop me from getting from at the beginning of my journey all the way up that path to where that goal sign is at the top of your screen? And you know, first, there's going to be the naysayers, the pessimists, right? These are the people that are saying, ah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be your own business. You're looking at what kind of a business. I had a friend's uncle's cousin who did that out of his garage 20 years ago. He didn't make any money. Oh, great. That's exactly what you want to hear when you're first looking at, at, at an opportunity. Or maybe your own ego even gets in your way. And sometimes, you know, you think you're bigger than you should be, or you go into it closed-minded because, well, I could never, I would never stoop that low to do that in a business. Well, some of the best businesses out there aren't necessarily the sexiest businesses out there. And so, you know, put your, you got to put your ego aside. Um, are you, are you ready for rejection? Because you might make an offer and it might not be accepted, or you might go to the bank to get financing and they may turn you down or ask you for more money down than you were originally willing to put down. So you have to have some thick skin going through the process. You're going to have friends and they may not be your friends at the end of the process, but in the beginning, they're looking out for your best interest. And then you're on the other side of the coin, you have the haters, the people who, you know, they don't want to see you succeed. And sometimes the way they can feel better about themselves is by holding you back. So you look through this entire list, it's society, it's relatives, it's maybe the fear of even succeeding or the fear of the unknown, especially if you're in, locked into a, a position now where you're secure in your future and your finances and your spouse is saying, I don't know if I want you to leave what we have here to go over there and venture out to sow some wild oats of your own of being a business owner. Uh, you know, Can you get through that fear? Or maybe it's a fear that you have that I'm not really sure I have what it takes to make it as, a, as an entrepreneur. Um, it could be guilt. It could be doubt. It could be the boss. He doesn't want to let you go. You're his best darn employee. And you're going to walk out the door. So maybe he's going to try and put some golden handcuffs on you there to keep you instead of letting you go and fulfill your, your goal or your dream. And look, I look at it this way, and I've said this to many of the folks that we've mentored and coached in goal getting, 
which is the system that we teach. And that is that you either have a plan for your own life or you're bound to be part of someone else's plan for theirs. So it's your choice. You have to decide who's going to who's going to drive the car, who's going to steer the ship. And hopefully, you know, the point of this conversation today is you've made that decision. But now you first have to start with the right mental mindset that I'm going to do whatever it takes to get through this gauntlet of friends, rejection, haters, society, fear, et cetera, because come heck or high water, I'm going to hit that goal. Great points. All great points. And you'll see that, you know, listen, if you're going to buy a business, you have to be committed. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, great word, Andy. Great word. That's exactly what it's going to take. Look, everybody wants to be successful, but not everybody is. Why? Because they don't know. Wanting is not enough. Okay. Everybody wants to be successful, but they're all not. And because if it was that easy, everybody would be, but it's going to take commitment. It's going to go beyond wanting. It's going to go beyond desire. It's going to go all the way through to commitment. Will I see the project through to the end? So there you go. Well, you know, and as we talk about that path and uh, as Jess alluded to the, the, the episode we did last year, one of the things that we covered mm -hmm. in that, Andy, you might remember were the eight W's of, of goal getting. And, uh, you know, I, I, I specify goal getting because, look, anybody can set a goal, you know, and a lot of people do. But if you're like most, as Zig Ziglar used to say, you know, he would go to the gym on the 2nd or 3rd of January and the place would be packed with people. And the instructor would say, don't worry, Mr. Ziglar, by the 8th, it'll be back to normal. They won't be here anymore. So that's the commitment thing I think you're talking about. And uh, there are specific steps that you can take so that you don't just set the goal, but you actually wind up achieving it. And that's what goal getting is all about. And I love that system. Um, and I'm actually this year, I, I don't have that problem with the gym because I moved the gym to my basement, right? But, <laughs> I, I, um, but yeah, I guess that's a benefit of COVID. But um, I, I, I empathize because I, I know there are so many people that start with these incredible dreams and, and we see it with business buyers too. So let's talk a little bit through those steps again, JT, okay. and, and specify it towards someone who is trying to go into business for themselves, right? So what's yeah, the first good. W? What's the first step in the process? Okay. So the first W in the eight W's of goal getting is the word write, W-R-I-T-E. And that means you write it down, okay? And you write down what you want. And you're, you're now getting specific. Instead of just saying, well, I want to buy my own business. I want to own my own business. Okay. Well... Let's talk about that. What type of business? Are you looking to buy an existing business? Do you want to start something brand new? Well, maybe I want to start something brand new, but I don't want to have to figure it out on my own. Okay, you might be, a, you might be an ideal franchise buyer and you might buy a new franchise or might buy an existing franchise. At Transworld, we can help you do both, right? Or you might say, uh, you know, I want to buy an existing business. It's got a proven uh, revenue stream. It's got a certain amount of money coming in, a certain amount of profit. All those are good, but you have to define that for yourself. So that would be one of the first things you're writing down is the type of business. The second might be what revenue, what revenue uh, level am I looking for? How much money does the business have to be bringing in at the top line on the sales part? And of course, that's one part of the equation. The second part of the equation is, well, how much profit is the business making at the end of the day? That's the, the net profit, the bottom line, plus maybe what the owner's paying themselves, and then some of the beneficial addbacks that we would talk about. So as a buyer, you're going you're gonna to start to have to learn how to get savvy on that. We're going to talk about that in, in uh, the fourth step, okay, what you need to learn. Um, so you're going to be writing down the type of business, existing, franchise, new, et cetera, the revenue, the profit goal that you have for yourself, and maybe what industry. Maybe you're looking to get into an industry you have some experience with. Certainly the SBA is going to look for that. 
You know, do you have some relevant experience in the industry that you're asking for the loan towards? Um, and, and we talked about it just a minute ago, the commitment part, you know, that's part of writing it down shows some commitment on your part that this is not just some puffy in the air dream of, oh, I want to be my own boss. No, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little bit more granular now and defining what that looks like. Uh, do I want an owner operator model? Do I want an absentee ownership where there's already management in place and I'm just kind of checking in on things? Either of those might be an option. Do I want to work from home? Do I want to work out of a location? Do I want bricks and mortar? Do I want an online business? So that's the kind of definition that you're looking for when you're writing it down, kind of flesh that out. But the point is you start with a written goal because you know you've probably all heard the expression that uh, dreams were goals that were never written down. So step one is always define it by putting it on paper. It's a great point. I mean, we see so many buyers. I, I keep telling people how competitive of a process this is right now. And so if you don't have a written plan, if you don't understand what you want, most business brokers are probably going to going to ignore you. If you walk in mm. there and say, I just need to make $100,000, <laughs> that's not very interesting to a business broker, or it's really not going to help your search. Yeah, and, that's uh, right. You, and you have to be much more specific than that. Because then I mean, otherwise you're, you're casting such a broad net, Andy, that they're never going to find that thing that, 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 that uh, ticks the boxes for them. Yeah. Well, it also goes back to, I think, the commitment too, right? Because we get, I think if we, if you put yourself as a buyer in a business broker's shoes, we, I don't even know how many emails we get a day of, I'm looking for any type of business that's making a hundred thousand dollars as owner absentee. <laughs> and, and to be honest, most of those, those buyers aren't committed because they haven't done the work that you talk, talked about JT of getting clear of what their goal is, but right. it's a much different introduction when you, you have somebody that's like, I'm a restaurateur. I want to expand into my second location. I need a breakfast place in downtown Golden, Colorado, and my budget is three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Right. And, and I also said it's just like marketing, right? If you're if you're marketing to somebody and you're like, I want to meet any business owner, like in a networking group, everyone's going to forget who that person was that needed to meet any business owner. But if you're very specific in your ask, it's easier for people to help you. So yeah. with all that said, so we get the written down goal, JT. Where, where are we going next? Where do we do Okay, next? so now I'm going to step number two or W number two in the eight W's of goal getting, and that is the word why. Simon Sinek wrote a book called uh, uh, Start With Why. So it's a great book. If you've never read it, get into that one, especially if you're going to become a business owner, because he's really looking there and helping you decide what's the real motivation behind what you're doing. Uh, well, I, I want to own my own business because I want to be my own boss. Okay, well, that's that's good at the top. But why? Why do you want to be your own boss? Because you want to call your own shots? Because you want to make your own schedule? Because you don't want to be held to, well, the most amount I can ever make in this role is X? There's a lot of peeling the onion that needs to take place in the why step. But what it all is going to boil down to, Jess, is going to be your ability in one sentence to say why this is important to me. Now, it can be a run-on sentence. It doesn't need to be just three or four words. You can expand on a little bit. But the point is that <clears throat> that why is going to be um, basically your motivation. Like, why are you doing this? What, are, what, what is your intention? What's your purpose of being to be a business owner? Is it, I want to buy something and I'm going to flip it? Is it, I want to buy something because I'm going to be able to pass it along to someone else? Uh, I want to uh, I, I buy something because I want to have an impact on my community, on my family, on my financial fortune or my future. Great. All good whys. The whole point is define it. 
Okay. Why are you looking to do this? And one of the reasons that it's most important is because down the road on this journey, as we saw in the graphic, there are going to be a lot of obstacles. And if you can't remember why you started, you will give up. And so you've got to have a really solid why. Your, your burning why, your burning yes has to be so strong that no matter what happens against you, you're like, I'm still going. I'm going to make this thing happen. And uh, I think one of the big whys I like to ask people is, is this a legacy move for you? Is it just about not working for the man anymore? Or is this something because you have a bigger purpose in mind and you want to make a mark on your family, on your future, or on the community that you serve? And that's really what the why will help you determine. That's W2. So you right is one. Why is number two. Let's go to number three. Where? Yep. So the, the third W of goal getting is where? Identifying where the obstacles are going to be. In this journey, where are the problems going to uh, occur? And I don't really like to use that word. A lot of people, quite frankly, when they get to goal setting, this is where they stop because this is where the work comes in. And a lot of times they see it as negative. I don't want to, I don't want to think about all the things that could go wrong. Well, no, that's the wrong approach. The time to think about them is before they go wrong so that you have a plan to deal with it when it happens. And if it doesn't happen, great, no big deal. But if it does happen, that's not the time to try and figure out what I'm going to do, okay? If you're a gun owner in America today, the time to learn how to shoot your gun is not when the intruder breaks in. You better have gone to the range and practiced many, many times to know how to handle that thing. Same thing here, okay? So being prepared and saying, you know, where, where are the obstacles going to come? Is it going to come in finance? When I go to get a loan or I deal with the SBA, am I going to run into a, an obstacle there? Um, is there going to be an obstacle in the negotiations when I make an offer or the offer gets countered? Uh, is there going to be any obstacles when it comes to getting the location nailed down? Does the location or the business already have a lease? Am I going to have to sign a new lease? Am I going to have to qualify with the landlord? Probably yes in either case. So that could be an obstacle. Um, if, I'm, if I'm buying a business that's an F, uh, you know, a for sale by owner, a FISBO, versus one that's being offered by a broker. Those are two completely different avenues that you're going down. And obviously, we would advise, if at all possible, get a broker on your side that can help you navigate through that or make sure that you're dealing with the business that's being represented by a broker because they've probably helped the seller prepare the business properly for a buyer like you coming along as opposed to somebody who's got their pizza business up on Craigslist and you don't know what you're walking into. So that's number three, identifying where, where the obstacles are going to be. Write it down, number one. Number two, why am I doing this? What's my motivation? Number three, W, is where are the pitfalls, the obstacles going to be on my journey here? All you good, good for number four? Yeah, yeah go ahead, we're ready. Andy. We're ready. No, okay. it's just you're on a roll. <laughs> we're not going to stop you. Come on. So number four is what? The fourth W of goal getting is what? And what means what do I need to learn? What do I not know how to do? that is going to be important to me in this journey, okay? Like, for example, I might need to learn what the buying process steps are. So if you work with the Transworld agent, for example, you know, we, we've kind of got a, a, um, a flow chart, if you will, that says, all right, step one is this, step two is that, step three is this, and we're going to walk you through those steps again. So you, you, learning what that looks like. Number two might be learning how to read a financial statement. Maybe you've never done that before as a as a as a employee for someone else. Well, now you're going to start looking at financials to try and make a decision: is this the right business for me or not? Maybe you need to read up on negotiations. Maybe you need to read up on you know some business lingo. Well, what is EBITDA? What is EBITDAC? Okay, the earnings before interest, tax, depreciation, amortization, and COVID. 
what is seller's discretionary earnings? What is revenue? What is profit? You get the idea. Um, you might need to learn uh, or learn a little bit more about tax implications of buying a business. And you know, is it what's the asset value of the business? What's the uh, what's the goodwill value of the business? The tax implications. So you might have an accountant or a financial advisor that's going to help you there. Um, you might want to read up or understand a little bit more about the transition that happens when a business is acquired by you as a buyer. So again, you know, what don't I know? And, and I guess in the beginning stages, you don't know what you don't know. But as you get down the path a little bit here, and there's certainly plenty of information on the T-World site and anywhere, you know, on the world internet today, yes, and certainly here, okay, at Transworld and on the Deal Board podcast to be able to find out what questions do I need to ask and what do I need to learn? So that's number four, W, is what? What do I need to learn? Number five, yep. W, uh, okay. wait, quick, go ahead. Oh, no, quick plug. JT, because the what, we just did release a, a whole series on everything you need to know to buy a business. And um, we'll link we'll link that in the show notes because that'll be a good starting point for a what. And if you're listening to this show too, in just about a week from now, we're going to have a live buyers uh, podcast where you can come on and ask questions. So oh, that'll help with that, that, dub, that what W2, right? Yes, that's right. W4 is what. So we've got right, why, where, what. Number five is who. Who's going to help me? Who on the team is do I need to recruit to help me walk through this process? And some of those people I'm recruiting because they're going to teach me the what that we talked about in step number four. But, it, you know, a financial advisor. And that might be your accountant, for example. Okay, most people have that. Or maybe you have a, a wealth management person that's working with you. You know, we get a lot of buyers that come to us because uh, their wealth management person is saying, hey, you've built up this level. You need to go make an investment. And so you know, they, they refer people our way. Um, you, of, of course, you're probably going to have a legal advisor of some sort, because when we get into offers and contracts and agreements, you're going to need somebody from that profession who can help navigate through that, make sure that you're protected and things are working in your best interest. Uh, you should certainly have a broker on your side. I know you've, if you've been a deal board subscriber for any point uh, or for any length of time, you've heard that many, many times over. And, you know, whether it's uh, Transworld or someone else, it, the point is you got to assemble a team. This is not the time to be Superman and try and do this all on your own. Get some expertise on your side. Uh, it could be a real estate agent. Uh, it could be a member of SCORE, S-C-O-R-E. So you got a lot of retired executives who are willing to help coach people like you who might be first-time business owners. There could be people from the SBA, people from the local chamber, et cetera. So there's a, a broad uh, uh, breadth of resources out there of people who actually want to help you. But you have to ask. And a lot of times as buyers, we get a little prideful. I can figure this out on my own. This is not the time to be that person, okay? Get people on your side who can really help you. So that's number five. Then we get to number six. This is the way. So the way means the game plan. Like, okay, what are the steps I'm going to have to go through? We alluded to this a second ago when we talked about what, saying that there is a buying process. There are certain steps that you follow. Well, when you start putting the game plan together, you're going to start mapping out, hey, what are the things I'm going to have to do to make this happen? So, yeah, I need to know what steps to take. Uh, number, number two might be, oh, I'm going to have to do some research on the types of industry and the revenue I want and the profit I want. Uh, do I want to work from home? Do I want to be an owner operator, et cetera? Uh, what is it going to be? Uh, what is it going to mean when I, I have to start making inquiries? How am I going to do that? Am I going to do that online? Am I going to make a phone call? Am I just going to submit the uh, the uh, the information on BizBuySell that says send me the financials? Okay, 
if you're dealing with a broker and that's the first email he gets from you is, I just want to see the numbers, you're probably doing it wrong. All right. You're going to want to start out by building a relationship with that person. But that's going to be one of those steps, uh, the inquiry. And then uh, finally, after that, you're going to sign an NDA at some point and then probably a, a buyer profile, a personal financial statement. Being able to show this, the sellers and the folks that are on their team, hey, you're a serious buyer. They should pay attention to you. You've got the wherewithal to be able to pull this thing together. Uh, and then uh, obviously uh, preparing a resume would be a good move for you to make as a buyer because just as important as it is for you buying a business to tick all the right boxes, it's just as important for the seller to make sure that you qualify to take over his or her baby. They've spent a lot of time building up a company. They've got clients that want to be taken care of the right way, staff that they want to make take care, make sure taken care of the right way. And so you've got to sell yourself as a buyer as much as the seller is trying to present the business in a positive light to you. Um, you probably would need to arrange for a tour. That would be one of the steps in the plan. Prepare questions to ask the seller when you meet them or when you have a conversation with them. And of course, you know, one of the steps would be applying for financing. If that's something that you're going to need to do, am I doing a 401k rollover? Am I going for a straight up SBA loan with 10% down? Uh, is, am I doing a cash purchase? Am I asking the seller to finance the deal? So there's a lot there, but the point is, it's not just up to you to make this list of here's what the game plan is. That's why having the right advisor, step number five on your team can help you every step of the way. But you got to do a little due diligence up front, not on the business, but on the process of being a business owner. So that's number six. Then it takes you to number seven. Are we good? You guys got questions along the way so far? No, we're no, you're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. And then number seven is the when. This is W7. When? What's your timeline? Like, when are you looking to be in business for yourself? In the next 30 days, in the next three to six months, in the next year? Well, that's helpful for the, the folks on your team to understand. And it's going to open up more doors for you. If it's like, I gotta, I'm in a panic position. I got to find something to buy right now. Remember, as a buyer, that's not a strong negotiation position for you to be in either. So what is the timeline? And what's realistic? Is it realistic to say, I'm going to contact somebody today and I'm going to be in business tomorrow? No, there's a process that you're going to have to go through. Are you leaving a role? Are you leaving a job? And so you don't want to go and start thinking about buying the right business and then you're ready to do the deal. But, oh, by the way, Mr. Seller, I can't because I got to give six months notice to my employer before I can pull the trigger. Well, that's not the situation to be in. Know that up front. Uh, when do you want to be open by? That would be another way to define your when. Uh, and what, you know, what about training? How long is that going to be? Is it going to be a two-week training process, a, a month-long training process? How long is it going to take me? Or when do I want to have my offer by? So here's, here's a better way to look at it. If I'm saying to myself, look, I know I want to make a transition and I want to do it in 2021. I want to be open by January of 2022. Okay, well, let's start working backwards from there. Because if I'm going to be open in January 2022, I'm going to need a training and transition period. Let's say that's 30 days. Okay, well, that means I've got to have this deal closed by the beginning of December. Well, in order to have it closed by the beginning of December, I'm going to have to have the lease approved and my financing in place. I probably have to start that process in September. Well, I just heard Andy say with all loans that close before the end of September, get that SBA deal. Geez, I probably want my offer in play by July. Well, okay, well, now I'm, you, you see what I'm saying. We're backing into, 
well, dude, I better start looking at businesses in February or March, okay, in order to hit that timeline. But knowing a timeline and having a realistic when will be really helpful to you. So that's number seven. Now, there are eight W's of goal getting, as I mentioned in the beginning. Let me recap quickly. Number one is right. Number two is why. Number three is, you remember number three, where. That's the obstacles. Number four is what, who, what do I need to learn? Number five is who, who can help me? Number six is going to be the way. That's the game plan. Number seven is when. And here's number eight, the hardest one of all, work. Work, W-O-R-K. You lay out this whole plan and don't do anything. What the heck did you lay the plan out for? You're going to have to go to work. You're going to have to work as hard at finding the right business for yourself as you're probably working in your career right now. You're going to have two full-time jobs if you're currently working until you find the right deal for yourself. That's where the commitment comes in. Go back to the beginning, the mindset and the commitment. Am I ready to dedicated to see this whole thing through? And if I am, then let's go to work and let's make this happen for you. Amazing. I and you just played right <laughs> into our next podcast. Okay. Our next yeah. our next podcast is going to take this plan and take the eight W's and talk to people who did it. And so you could actually Beautiful. see how it was done. Now, not everybody is as organized or as JT is uh, in their approach. And obviously, uh, but if you if you do go through a Transworld business advisor, they can help you get through this. And that's right. You know, and we see this all the time, right, Jess? Yeah, we see it all the time. But I, I love how you lay it out, JT. I also love how you do the work of our podcast when you come on. Um, it makes our job a lot easier. <laughs> but, um, you know, you cover, I think, I, I think when you start and you end the, the, the W's, when you're talking about mindset, you're talking about work. The, the in-between parts, individual buyers or goal setters might take a little bit different steps or might focus on what versus who a little bit more. But those yes. two, the bookends, right? The mindset and the work are really the two most important parts. And, and I think, unfortunately, that's where we see people skip the most steps. And that's why people don't mm. accomplish goals, right? And we know that. And it's the same with buying a business. And we've talked about it a lot. Look, there, there are a lot of good businesses for sale. We've talked about the demographic shifts on this podcast numerous times. We've had, we've seen more businesses come to market in the last few years than we ever, ever That's had right. before. But there's still many more buyers than there are businesses in the market. And in a supply and demand economy, it's, it's much more competitive for a buyer. So those two bookends are really where you set yourself apart, not just to us as brokers, right? But to sellers. We just had yes. a great business come to market and we had, um, and it was in a highly desirable industry and we had 18 LOIs within 48 hours and the sellers wow. went through a process. Yeah. And I give the sellers credit because they sat down and they gave two hour interviews to every single buyer, which most sellers will not do. Right. And um, they interviewed those buyers. They asked for their resumes, like you talked about, JT. They asked about their why. Why did they want to own the business? What was their legacy plan for it? And that, that doesn't necessarily happen that competition level on every deal, but there is something like that. And so I like that you brought up that it's it's also important that you're, as a buyer, you're coming prepared with this whole process because you're selling yourself to the sellers as much as they are. Amen. That's exactly, you're 100% right. Remember, that person has probably spent long hours, a lot of resources, time, effort, energy, sweat, blood, and everything else, and built this thing up. And they want to get the biggest bang for their buck and return on the investment. But more than that, they want to pass it along to capable hands 
who are probably going to take their baby and grow it up. I always say to sellers when I'm talking to them on the first time, a lot of sellers say this is like seeing their kid get married. Okay. And they ain't going to hand it off to just any schmo that comes along. I'm going to put you through the gauntlet to make sure you're the right person to take care of my daughter. <laughs> we just did a multi-million dollar deal with 5% down. The rest was seller financing. Wow. And, the reason, and the reason for that, yes, the seller had a time crunch um, because of some health issues, but we, he found the right buyer. Right, you and, felt good and, about it. And, and you said you you pointed out something earlier that 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 oftentimes you know you want a business broker involved because we're going to help you find the right business for you too. And then number two is sellers who are on Craigslist and and wherever they and Fizbos as you call them, which is the right word, but their price expectations are usually way too high. That's why they're not with a broker because the broker turned them <laughs> down. There's plenty of us out there looking at Fizbo's. And right. so a lot of times our job is getting the seller in the right expectation. So he's ready to sell you at reasonable terms at a reasonable price. Yeah. And look, make it easy for the broker who's representing you to, to find you the right deal and help you get the deal across the line. He's your, he is your advocate, not your adversary. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Wrap them, wrap your arms around them, help them and help you. Isn't that the Tom Cruise line? Help me help you. <laughs> help me, yeah. We'll show you the money. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> show me the money. That's it. That's it. Well, so I there think you this go. is a great way. Yeah, this is a great way to kick off the year. Great year to kick off a new year of the deal board. Um, if you're looking to buy a business, we have plenty of resources for you over the next couple of months. Um, like I referenced, we have our everything you know about buying a business series. We've got a couple great upcoming shows. If you haven't subscribed to our podcast, please do so through your favorite podcasting app, or you can follow us on YouTube or our website at thedealboardpodcast.com. JT, before you go, please tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you if they want to learn more about buying or selling a business in North or South Carolina. Sure. Well, that's great, Justin. Thanks again for having us. Uh, our email, my email direct is J-T-T-A-T-E. M. E is an echo, M is in Mike, at tworld.com. Uh, you can call me on my mobile, 864-315-8998, or visit tworld.com slash upstate SC for South Carolina, or tworld.com slash Asheville WNC for Western North Carolina. JT, it is always a pleasure to have you on. And Grateful to be I know, here. I know everybody loves it. So Grateful to be right. here. Thanks very much, guys. Thank you. My pleasure. Transworld Business Advisors is the world's largest business brokerage and mergers and acquisitions firm with over 500 brokers in nearly 200 offices worldwide. Transworld's team handles thousands of business sales every year. To be connected with a qualified business broker or learn more about the buying and selling process, visit tworld.com forward slash the deal board or call 888-719-9098. Hey, Andy, do you know what time it is? It's time for our deal of the week. Deal of the week. Sold. Welcome back, everybody. And our deal of the week this week is brought to us by Aaron Fox from our North Boston office for Transworld. Aaron, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Jessica. Great to be back. So you recently sold a grocery store. Why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about the business? 
So what's, what's fun about grocery stores is, you know, when everyone thinks of them, they think of all the big name brands. Uh, this was one of the, those local stores that had, you know, a kind of a great story behind it had been an essential and uh, essential business in the community for probably honestly looking at it probably the past 95 years. Uh, it was known, it was where everybody went to go, you know, buy their uh, meat and provisions. It was known for a great place to go get sandwiches and those, you know, kind of quick serve meals. And the owner had a, uh, had an opportunity where he could uh, take on a position with his family in his family's business. And, you know, he just couldn't devote the time to it anymore. Yeah. And actually like those kind of grocery stores are having a bit of a resurgence, especially across the suburban or rural U.S., you know, and the environments we live in now, localization is a much bigger thing. Um, so that's, they're actually very attractive businesses. So what type of buyer was attracted to, to, the, to this business? Well, even going back to what you were just saying, what was really phenomenal about this business was I think the, uh, the COVID pandemic is what actually brought this business back to what it could be and what attracted the current buyer. Because there were people were looking at it and they weren't going into all those big name stores. They were looking more to these local grocers. And all these people in the area that would just, you know, stop at one of the value stores on their way home were now looking at, I don't want to go there, and it came back to this store. So they did absolutely phenomenal during COVID and it probably, and it brought back a huge portion of their customer base. So when the current buyer saw it, who um, had a background in uh, organic, organic foods and working with his, um, with his family's organic market, he saw it, he's looking at it and he's like, this is a strong demographic that's coming into this business and looking at the customer list and the people that were subscribing to their uh, mailing list, he could see how many, customers and new customers that were joining the loyalty program from, you know, 10 years ago were back coming to the store. So he really wanted to jump at it. That's great. That's great. A, a big resurgence. And also usually a, a, a good demographic of customers, very loyal and, and usually a little bit of a higher net worth in these, these local grocery stores. So tell us a little bit about the deal structure. How did the deal come together? So it, uh, Really, what was great was the, the buyer understood the industry and understood what the margins were and what the margins could be. And, you know, because when you look at a grocery store, there's always those loss leader items that everyone gets scared about when they see them on the P&L. But he understood the need for that. So he was able to leverage his management experience uh, to get a full SBA loan for, um, for the business. And the lender looked at it extremely favorable because all during COVID, they were open and having to run extended shifts because their, their sales were so high. So it um, ended up selling at a three times um, SDE for wow. on this business, which, uh, you know, which made for a very, very happy seller to say the least. <laughs> yeah. Three times SDE and all cash at closing because SBA financing for the buyer means cash at closing for the seller. So that's always a good thing too. Exactly. And it's always, it's always nice when they're holding on to that, you know, the virtual check or the, the, the yeah. you know, the electronic deposit slips as we're doing these electronic closings now. <laughs> and, and they're like, 
really? This is done? This happened? <laughs> well, it sounds like a really good deal for both um, the seller, but also the buyer leveraging their management experience into a growing business. Aaron, if anyone is interested in buying or selling a business in the North Boston area, how can they get in touch with you? Sure. They can give me a call at 781-773-8922 or send me an email at afox at tworld.com. Awesome. And we'll drop that information to the show notes as well. And Aaron, as always, thank you so much for joining us on the deal board today. Thank you again for having me. Hey, Jessica, you know what time it is? Money time? Almost. It's time for listing of the week. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And it is deal of the week. And we have a returning guest, Mike Shea. Mike, how you doing? And you, you have a really good listing. Yeah, I am doing good. Hey, happy happy holidays, Merry Christmas to everybody. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, this um, I got this about a week and a half ago. Um, a little, it's kind of in the cleaning and janitorial space, but there's a an industry called Porter Services, which we see a lot of in Florida for the resorts and these big HOAs and assisted living facilities, or you know, over fifty five facilities where they have large you know, physical complexes and the buildings and the exteriors have to be cleaned. Um, and where I live up here in Orlando, Lake Nona has a porter service where they're you know, going around the parking lots and, you know, picking up trash and emptying trash cans and all those types of things. So we picked this one up last week um, and it's porter services and pressure washing, uh, primarily with the resorts and the hotels out in Disney um, and year over year growth. Um, 2017 saw growth. Uh, did about 460 grand, 2018 did 512, and uh, 2019, 651. This year, they're going to do over 780. Um, And we priced it out at uh, 700,000, and the cash flow on it is astounding, Uh, 300,000 plus, 311,000. So we've SBA'd it, um, really low overhead, and uh, strong, strong revenue growth year over year. Yeah, so it sounds like a nice multiple uh, and uh, just under a three, right? So that's a good deal. Yeah, actually, it's just slightly, you know, slightly below like a 2.5. And and we did that for a couple of reasons. You know, the uncertainty of COVID, um, I, I don't think there's, you know, we have nobody at 20%, but there is some close revenue concentration, um, but we were able to get it banked. And the seller's willing to do some financing. Great. Sounds like a really good one. And deals are selling very quick. So, Mike, if someone wants to get in touch with you to talk more, what's the best way? Well, first, I encourage them to register uh, at tworld.com backslash Michael Shea with our buying matching matching program. That thing is awesome. Um, if they don't want to do that, which I think is crazy, I would have them email me at mike at tworld.com or call me at 321-287-0349. Yes. Thank you for plugging the Buyer Match program. It is a great program and buyers should absolutely register. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for coming on today. Thanks, Andy. Have a good one. Thanks for tuning into the show today. If you like the podcast, share it with your friends on social media. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app. If you have questions, would like to appear or have suggestions for topics for the show, get in contact with us through our website, thedealboardpodcast.com. Life's soundtrack can feel a bit like... 
but you can still change the station. With Delta Airlines, you can turn your soundtrack into a global chorus. Delta. Keep climbing. Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule, so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.